What's up, podcast world? I am so happy to be here and happy to be talking about what I'm going to talk about today. And before we go into the story, I'm just going to tell you that this is very random because one of my clients and close dear friend is dealing with this situation. And I just, I really want to just share my story of this situation so that it will inspire and help others. Cause I know that I'm not the only one I've talked to many of clients and friends about this story. I just never told this story on social media. And so here it is, here I am telling the story to hopefully inspire you to just more than anything, know that it, you're going to be okay, of course, and everything is okay. Whatever decision you make and whatever life happens, it is going to be okay. So this title of this podcast is my miscarriage at 21 weeks was the best thing to ever happen to me. So to revisit that story, I am 36 years old. I have been married one time to my husband and I've dated three people in my life. My husband being my third boyfriend ever. And with my first boyfriend, we dated when I started dating when I was a junior in high school and we dated for six years after high school. I, we, I got a house with them. We got a house. We just had a life together and we got pregnant one time. I've never been on birth control. Even to this day, I've never been on birth control. So obviously over that, even the six years that we were together, I only got pregnant one time and got, obviously it went in at 21 weeks and the baby's heart was not beating. And for me, just in that day, that day I was, I did, I was by myself and nobody came with me to that, to that appointment. And when the doctor told me or the nurse told me the, she's all she said was the, we can't find the heartbeat. And so she's over here looking at the ultrasound and I'm again, I'm 20 years old. She said, we can't find the heartbeat. I literally asked her, okay, what's that mean? <laughs> because I didn't know. I never dealt with that. I never had, obviously never been in that situation. I never, that life doesn't, you don't get prepared for this kind of thing, you know? So I said, okay, what, what's that mean? And she said that the baby was not, there was no baby anymore. And she, I, I was by myself. So she left the room and I, I remember tearing up or I really didn't tear up, but I remember my heart hurt, you know, <clears throat> but I also remember thinking, all right, well, now you got to call buddy and tell buddy and, you know, my parents. And then I guess I got to figure out what to do next. And so the nurse came back in. She said before she left, she was like, I'll give you a few minutes by yourself. I was like, okay. And I still, you know, I'm 20 years old. I can't comprehend. I can't even compartmentalize what actually happened, to be honest with you. Um, that's just my honesty. I didn't over, I didn't overthink it because I really didn't have any thoughts about it, I, I guess would be a good way to, to put it. So I called, called buddy that we were sad together. I don't want, even want to say that we were sad. I don't even remember crying honestly, because again, I was just so naive and so innocent to what the bigger picture was. And to be honest with you, in my opinion, that was the best thing to happen, to happen to me and to be what it was. And so I told my parents, obviously I told, but nobody made it a big deal. Nobody was sad. 
I mean, I'm sure they were sad, but nobody came off and I, that, so that therefore I didn't play a victim because I wasn't a victim, right? This is life. And that happens. Unfortunately, that happens. And, you know, so after that, I had, I had to have a DNC <clears throat> and even so then obviously that didn't work out with, with that guy. So that worked in my favor. Otherwise I would be have a kid with somebody and not most likely be married, which is not a big deal. Obviously I have a stepdaughter and to be honest with you, I need to go into, I'm going to go into a podcast on our, how amazing our family is with, you know, his, his stepwife or his stepwife, <laughs> Whoa. his ex-wife is one of my, one of my good closest friends and how we make it work. So, but back to the story, it ultimately was a, a blessing in disguise, you know, and I know that it can feel, you know, I've been through friends with in this situation. I, I know that it feels sad. I know that it's, it's hard to just comprehend that it could be great. <laughs> it could be the best thing ever happened to you. It could be what propels you flying into your next season of life. And it also could be something that propels you into the darkest season of life. And you get to choose. And I know that that, again, I, you know, I've had friends even, even yell at me when I've talked to them about this situation. And, you know, a lot of, I, I live in Louisiana, a lot of the Southern states, you do, you go to high school, you get out of high school, you go to college, you get married, you have kids, and there's, this is the order that you live. And so whenever you don't live that order, which is what I did, I did not live that order, you get looked at differently. And, you know, you have friends that are all getting married and having kids. And I'm over here, you know, still when I'm, I, me and me and that guy broke up at 22-ish, 23 maybe, for four years, five years, I was just living my best life, partying my little booty off, right? And single life, dated, I didn't go on dates ever. I dated one other guy and then I dated Andy and obviously he was, he was the man. It was for me. So it, you, whenever you choose, you, you, you choose to, and this applies to really everything in life. You know, when you choose to not be a victim of life, you're choosing to just be, it, it doesn't mean that it, you can't be sad. It doesn't mean that things don't suck. It doesn't mean that things aren't, you know, you have no feelings. I've had people tell me like, I have no feelings. No, I do have feelings. I have a lot of feelings, but I just control my feelings and I'm, I'm real with myself. And my parents were really good at, at being, keeping my, my focus at a young age and just telling me and reminding me when life happened that this is part of life and you learn and you learn every time you make a decision to I'm going to do that again or I'm not going to do that again. Right. And so in this situation, the whenever, you know, women, they they put pressure on themselves to have children and have get a husband or marry a husband have kids either however order you want to do it but they put the pressure on themselves to and they they f feel like that is a symbol of 
their womanness, and that is fulfillment. That's if you don't have children, you are you are less of a woman. And I want you to know that that's not has that is not true. One and the and so even just you know whether you can't have kids. So for me, I I'm assuming I'm gonna be honest. I never after that day. I never looked into why what happened. I never asked the doctor to do any type of check on my woman parts. <laughs> I never did anything. I just let that be. And then moving forward, I ne- I've never been on birth control. I never have gotten pregnant since then. Like, so I'm assuming by, and obviously now, you know, as a, as a grown woman, I've gotten my blood work done and I, I don't have, all of the answers, but I do know where my hormones are and I do know where they need to be or where they should be if having a child was something that I I was able to do naturally. But like I said, I didn't after that day, I never, I never questioned it. I never questioned God. I never questioned what happened. My parents were good at, at not even letting, not letting me question it, I guess would be a good way to put it. You know, they didn't make it into a big deal. And because they didn't make it into a big deal, the only choice that I had was to let it propel me into my next season and not think about it, not overthink it, not be discouraged, not feel any lesser of a woman. I didn't have that option because I didn't get myself that option. And so whenever, so women, like I said, the, the worst thing, I guess, is, you know, one, if if you are not the person that can't have the kids or is not having kids right now, you know, just don't say anything about it because you don't never, you don't ever know. I have people all the time have asked me, when are you, when are you gonna have kids? And, you know, I don't get into anything with them because it's none of their business that I can't have kids. And quite frankly, I don't want kids. <laughs> and, but it's none of their business. So I just, say, I don't know, (laughs) you know, and, but don't be that person because you never know. You never know when people can't have kids. You never know when people are struggling with, with that situation. And it's really none of your business anyway. And on the opposite end, if you are that woman and whether you want kids or you don't want kids, I just really encourage you more than anything to just be happy, right? And know that your happiness doesn't come from anything outside of you. And, you know, people are going to say this is cliche and that's fine. Cliche things are a reason they're cliche. It's because they've been proven over and over to be true. So if you are the same as me, whether you don't want kids or you can't have kids or maybe you tried and it's just not happening for you right now, then I encourage you to just be okay with that. And, you know, not having answers to everything it's something I talk to clients about all the time because a lot of things in life, you don't want the answers to. The answers will just make it worse. You know, it'll waste your time. It'll waste your energy. It'll suck the time, the energy out from from you when all you got is time. So leaving things unanswered and at the same time, allowing those things to have closure Create, learning how to create your own closure by, and, and that's going to come in different situations 
differently for everybody. You know, for me, that closure came with there. That was it. Just did I didn't do anything wrong in that throughout that twenty one weeks. I did everything that I knew of to do. So it's not like I could have changed anything. I couldn't have done anything better, right? Up to my knowledge at that point. Um, I, so for me, the closure came from knowing that, knowing that obviously now, especially that it, it worked out just like it was supposed to. And looking at hindsight at all the things in my life, all the events in my life, whether it would be good events or bad events, everything has worked out just like it was supposed to. And so I'll get into this on another podcast, but I call it my life story. And I get my girls, my clients to, or my life puzzle, I get my clients to put their puzzle together. And because when you look back and over all the things that have happened to you and you put that puzzle together, you, you can create closure for yourself in all parts of life and any part of life, because then you can say and truly know that you are right where you're supposed to be in life. And, you know, there's a movie that I used to watch with my dad and I would watch it over and over and over. I can't remember what it's called. I'll, I'll have to find it for y'all. But the moral of the story was everything in the movie had to happen for the outcome to be what it was. And I think about it every day. I think about the effort that I put into all the things that I'm trying to do in my career, all the things I'm trying to do in my business, all the things that I have done for my career, in my, in my business. And I know that every effort, whether it is blooming right now and, and everything is benefiting right now or not, it will, because effort does not go unseen, right? So, but it, it would not, none of this, none of the last 11 years of my life would have been able to happen if that situation did not happen just like it did. When it did, how it did, how I handled it, how my family handled it, everything would have been different today. And I don't want things to be different today. I want them to be like they are today. So again, looking at having that mindset and looking back at everything in life with that mindset allows me to create closure. And where you can create closure, you can, you can let, let yourself go into the next season of life, fully ready, mentally, physically, emotionally, and being able to give 120% because if you don't, if you don't create that closure, if you wait for closure, if you're looking for closure, if you, whatever it is, and you don't close that season and that chapter, you cannot give 120% to the next season, no matter what, no matter how much you try, no matter, no matter what you say, even if it's a subconscious hold back 1%, it don't matter. You're got, you have to create that closure to let yourself go to that next season. So that's really the whole story that it's not really much of a story it only because I, I guess I didn't let it be a story, but you know, and, and there's a lot of women. I talk to women all the time, especially through angels that have, that are in this situation or have been in this situation. And I just want you to know that it's okay. And it's not that it's okay. It, it is just, it's your story. It's your journey. And it's part of your story and it's part of your journey. And, you know, hopefully me telling my story really just allows you to, accept the unknown and know whether you believe in God or you believe in the universe and that matter, know that you're right where you're supposed to be and everything happens for a reason. And, you know, if you look back and you say, I could have done better in X, Y, and Z, or then make that, that's part of growth, right? Grow in that area. Let's try it again, right? 
But if you look back and you say, I, I did everything I could do. I didn't do anything wrong. I might not have done everything right 100%, but I dang sure know that I didn't do anything wrong. Then that's all you can do. And all you can do is, is if you want to try again, try again. But don't let, don't feel pressured. Don't let society put this on you that it, it matters whether you have kids or not. If you just find your purpose is going to be found when you, when you're happy, when you're fully happy every day, 100% happy with your life, happy with your body, happy with your marriage, happy with your not marriage, happy with you. When you find that happiness, you will find your purpose. And then you can have zero kids, 20 kids, 10 kids, and nothing will change because you already have had your purpose. You already have found it. So yeah, I hope that this helps you. If you ever want to talk, obviously you can schedule a free call with me through the link below and uh, just schedule a call with me. I love to talk to you. If you need to tell me your story, I love to hear your story. If you want to talk on a podcast about your story, just to reach other women and DM me. I, that's what I made this podcast for, I guess. And just here to help and, and inspire and, and let you know you're not alone. That's the biggest thing. You're not alone. I'm here if you need me. Okay. So y'all have a great today, Tuesday, and I'll see y'all next time. So that's it for today. As always, thank you so much for being here. It means so much to me that you even want to listen to my stories. If you felt this episode spoke to you in any way, Please share it with your friends, share it with your family. If you share it on social media, please tag me on Instagram, Gracie Record underscore fit on Facebook, Gracie Record. I'd love to just connect with you and just watch your journey and, and learn from you. If you're interested in my one-on-one whole body health coaching program, the application is below. You can fill it out because you're a free call with me and we can just figure out your next step together. And yeah, I cannot wait to talk to you. I cannot wait to meet you. I cannot wait to hopefully connect with each and every one of y'all because you are the reason that I'm here. So I'm so thankful for y'all.